2: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
3: When this happened, you talked about it on The
2: Fan.
1: Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown.
2: Wow, what a catch by the rookie. Ridiculous.
3: When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app.
1: Pauly, inside the 8 o'clock hour on The Fan in New York. We're going to talk to all the fans that call The Fan, taking your calls at 877-337-6666. I'm Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. Just a sports fan that thinks about sports too much. A washed-up, has-been, former D1 quarterback. but That's story for later in the night. <laughs> Just kidding. Kind of. About a few things. All right, let's hit the phones. People are waiting. Tommy's in New Hyde Park. Tommy, you got it. You're on the fan.
4: I don't keep. Is it Aaron Rodgers still in the dark room?
1: Yes. From what I know, yeah. <laughs>
4: Whatever that means. Uh, what, do you, what do you think happened this weekend with Derek Carr?
1: Oh, well, I figured out what restaurant he was at. He was at Fiorino Restaurante and Bar, 38 Maple Street in Summit, New Jersey. Advertisement for them for free. I mean, they've, they've, I'm sure they've, getting, uh, they've been getting a ton of calls and people showing up there. Uh, I don't know too much about the details of what was done, but I'm sure they whined and dined him. I'm sure they talked football primarily, uh, his fit here, um, personnel, what type of offense they're going to try and run. And for me, I just I just look at the contrast between the two guys. You have one quarterback that needs darkness and isolation. You have another quarterback that's like, I'm here in front of you. I am I am looking at you. I'm taking a recruiting visit to see if this is a place where you want me and where I want you, where I can move my family to and we could do business.
4: Um, I guess we don't know much what happened this weekend with him, but uh, can I talk about the match quick? Absolutely. Um, Who's the starting five pitchers?
1: Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, I think in that order. All right. Jose Quintana, Kodai Senga. Carlos Carrasco. Maybe you get uh, Peterson. Maybe you get McGill. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think those are. Are we a little deep with that? Yeah, I think we're okay, right? I think the Mets are better than okay with that rotation. Yes, I think you know. it, it might be a step up from last year, or it could be a step back. There's a lot to be seen, but uh, I, I think they have an opportunity. Like, they, I don't think people are talking enough about. Verlander being the AL Cy Young Award winner last year, like they just it's added, amazing. yeah, they just added the AL Cy Young Award winner to their team, like, and he, we know what he is, like he's he's not going to randomly fall off a cliff and and not be what we we've known him to be. He may be oh, stronger this season. You
4: know, at his age, it's a little concerning, but I don't think so. I think he's still got a lot in the tank.
1: Yeah, and I I think too many people are lumping him and Verlander to or Scherzer Scherzer and Verlander together. Yes, Scherzer missed a ton of time last year, but you can just look at these two together. Verlander looks like he does a little bit more weightlifting and training. He looks like a physical specimen at forty. And also, I wouldn't lump those two together because maybe 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 Verlander and Scherzer throw I don't know thirty. 25 starts. Like, I just think last year was last year. And that's something else I wanted to say to Yankees fans. Like, we got to put Aaron uh, Hicks and, and Josh Donaldson and all that last year. It's over. That's last year. We got to see what's going to happen this year. Leave last year in the past. Like, we we don't know what's about to happen. I think the mess rotation is strong.
4: Uh, what do you think about our catching situation? Are we going to use the rookie or?
1: No, I I think you, you've got some time. I think they used him at the end of the year last year kind of late. Um, maybe you end up using his bat. I've read that the DH position is going to be kind of fluid, but I don't think he's ready to be catching the likes of a Max Scherzer or Justin Verlander. I'm sure he's getting some reps in the spring, but you went out and, and got a guy for that. Like I don't think they're, they're going to be looking at Francisco Alvarez to uh, actually be doing much catching in the beginning of it or uh, not yeah.
4: at all. But we need him to either be stay down and learn more. Well, he's got to come here and just play every every day. You
1: know, what do you think? Francisco Alvarez? If, I mean, he's the top yeah. prospect. So you want him to make the opening day roster, right? But I just think it would be more of an asset at DH than behind the plate. I mean, you have right. Tomas Nito and you have uh, Narvaez. Am I saying his name correctly? Omar Narvaez, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, one more thing
4: about the NBA, the All-Star game. I'm like you. I couldn't watch the game. I watched it the highlights the next day. I mean, come on,
1: look at the scores almost three hundred points. It's ridiculous. What, what is it? That's what it's not a game. It's you know, uh, Jalen Brown called it a glorified layup line. There was a still image on Twitter where it was a one on one matchup and literally everybody else was standing about ten feet away, not moving. So I, yeah. don't, I I don't care to watch that. I like I'm enjoying my Sunday night with my wife. I'm chilling, I'm I'm not Me watching it. Sure, Thanks for the call, Tommy. I just think that all of these leagues are trying to adapt and change their all-star game. We just saw the NFL is going flag, and I'm telling you, they want the actual NFL to be flag. In in 30, 40 years, we might be watching the NFL start to go flag football. That's gonna suck. They like want to take the like gruesomeness out. They want to take the Uh, Hitting out the aggressiveness, and it's like that—that's the whole game. (laughs) Like that's that's what makes the game. But the NBA, you know, they've they've been trying different things with their All Star game. We're never going backwards, so we're never going to get the Kobe versus Jordan or Kobe versus LeBron um, or these guys really competing and playing for something. There's no way to spin it, in my opinion, incentivize it for money or charity or whatever these guys they they have all the money in the world like a a couple million dollars isn't gonna incentivize them like uh you know winning the home run derby incentivizes some of these guys and with that being said major league baseball has the best all-star game and weekend i know the last game was kind of whack but it's still the best game and weekend and skills competitions and yeah they've got that on lock the nfl nope the uh, nba definitely not the nhl that just passed, and not too many people were talking about it. It's it's Major League Baseball when it comes to all-star games. Glenn in Bayonne, on the fan. What's up, Glenn? How you doing, man? I saw you last night. Awesome. And I I'm appreciate you calling you. In. Oh, you're upset with me? What did I do? You had Paulie right next to you. Oh, I didn't introduce you to Paul. Oh. I, I yeah, talk I, to Paulie. Paul, Paul. Put your headset on and, and tap in here. I, that is on me. I did not even think about that. Paul is a celebrity, and uh, I did not do my my <laughs> I did not do a good job to my celebrity <laughs> friend just, uh, introducing you, him to folks at at the Rock last night.
5: <laughs> you just asked me where to go to buy this shirt. So what shirt did you buy? I bought that jacket.
1: Yeah, I just came to say hello to you, and I'm like, I know you know your way around here. Where's the the devil's den, the team store? Right, <laughs> and and I didn't even think twice about the yeah. fact we brought Paul Rosenberg into the rock, and you're you're a listener. I, I gave you credit though, Paul. What did I say? I was like, he is the first person to reach out from the Devils, and he's a listener caller to the fans.
2: Yes, he, he did say that, Glenn. In fact, he did mention that you were a caller. Yeah. I just
1: didn't know which and caller you And I
2: told
5: you, were. you, Paulie, anytime you need something, you come see me. I, <laughs> go. Glenn, I appreciate that very much. Thank I, you. But, wait, uh, hey, let's go Devils. And so you just bought a jacket? You didn't buy the jersey?
1: I have a jersey, and that was the thing. I was like, I need something else so I don't wear the same yeah, jersey the all the time. Yeah, the bougie jersey they get. <laughs> I have the jersey <laughs> with my last name on the back. I don't want to wear that every game. And I don't know, when I saw that I jacket I, in there. I thought you
3: were
5: going
1: to buy it. Like, I don't know. I, do I, I, I think I want the, the white Jack Hughes jersey.
5: No, no. No, oh, you, but, no, don't buy that white jersey. Get the red with jersey. The, uh, orange and red on it. No, that's, that's no. Colorado. Bro. Yeah, I don't
1: like the retro so much as like, I don't really like them on the players. It looks good on the fans in the Colorado, but I'm thinking about getting the traditional white jersey with Jack Hughes. I think he'll be a devil for a long time, but I'm jaded. Yeah, I, I or, have six... red,
5: or just a red devil's jersey, That's
1: it. Yeah, with no player on the back. That's probably the way to go. I don't want my last name on the back because that's a target like, hey, there he is right there. Um, and then I have I have six jerseys from the Nets that I can't wear anymore. I've got three KD jerseys right? and three Kyrie jerseys. They're garbage. Oh,
5: no, I think Hughes is going to be there for a long time. And and guy that they're looking at Timo Maya, he, I don't know if, if they're going to do anything with him.
1: Yeah, I was reading an article about Timo coming over here, and uh, we, we're, fingers crossed, we're hoping that could happen. Um, you never know.
5: Well, a lot of fans are saying, a lot of fans are saying that uh, they should just, like, bur- bur- they got a defense down in the mine. I forget his name, and uh, they got, bring those guys up because it's a young team and don't bring in an old guy, you know, older person, you know, older. Person, good. And and don't, don't mortgage a future. Just keep it to these young guys because they're playing great. They, you can see the electricity in that building. Huh?
0: Yeah.
1: That was a great game last night. Glenn, I'm going to let you go because your phone's breaking up, but I appreciate you, man. I appreciate oh, oh, okay. you calling.
5: Just one thing, one thing. Mm-hmm. Just tell young Josh. East Lounge, come say hello to me. There's a lot of FAM fans
1: me. Yeah, gotcha. And we'll, we'll have okay. to set up, uh, we'll, we'll set up another game. I'll bring Paul through, and young Josh will be there. We'll, we'll all show up. It'll be a little WFAM party at The Rock. Okay, right. Thanks Take for care, the bro. call, Glenn. Uh, what was I about to say now? Yeah, last night, bro, I blanked on that. So, remember, I was like, yeah, let's go over to the other side. Before we went to find Matt Lachlan... I was like, let's let's go say what's up to my guy Glenn. He'll know the quickest way to get to the team store. But I right. for, I forget, like, you know, you've been on WFAM for a long time. You're heavy in these streets. Um, they want to meet Vincent von Vincent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> let, let me tell you, I didn't know you had the celebrity status you had me, at you. the Rock.
1: I told you me that stopped
2: either. In, on the Concourse picture. It's not Yankee
1: Stadium, it's not Barclays Center. I just became cards, a Devil fan. You know people in the front office. You know the NJ Devil. Well, I, I mean when you're a good guy people could tell. It's crazy. Yeah, man. There's, there's I, I, energy, dude, it, it it was nuts. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm honestly flattered because I've I've been to the Rock maybe 4 or 5 times total now. Uh, I say the Devils always take care of me. They're first class. Pete is the man. Pete Met up with us in the lounge, and when I text him, hey, where you at, man? Just, you know, wanted to shake his hand, say thank you, and say hello. And for people that ran into me last night at the game, shout out to you. You know, I, I ran into a few people. Hey, Keith McPherson shook my hand. You know, like, genuinely happy to see me at the Devils game, and I'm happy to be uh, meeting fans in the whole Devils, like, world, the whole Devils nation or whatever. I don't even know what it's called. Like I said, this is my first year following hockey. The Devils are a good team and i'm showing up to the arena to watch them play live because that's what changed my whole perception of hockey that's what's changed the game to me the, like it's so much better to watch in person and to follow in person versus on tv like when you can see the whole ice when you can feel how cold it is and you can feel the energy of the fans in there that the devils have a great group of fans i forget what the name of that group is i don't i don't i don't know on uh twitter there's the brat pack but there's a group of fans that are chanting the whole time, and there's a guy standing up with this like big like cup using it as a megaphone, and I'm like, I need to go sit with them one game because that's how I usually rock at Yankee Stadium. I'm with the Bleacher Creatures. That's how I usually rock at Barclays Center. I'm, I'm with the Brooklyn Brigade. Like I'm usually where the fans are into the game, watching the game, talking about the game, and cheering the team on. I can't be in seats where people are clueless and don't care about it because I care about it too much, and especially hockey now. Because I'm learning and I don't know, I feel like a kid because I'm like asking questions. Shout out to my boy Christian. If he's listening, Christian pulled up with us last night. Like, I'm in a crash course of NHL, hockey, Devil's hockey. I can't wait till the playoffs and we'll be back. We'll definitely be back. So, shout out to Glenn and uh, young Josh. I didn't find young Josh in there, but shout out to everyone else that said hello last night. Uh, Hockey night in America. Myself and Pauly out there representing the fan and just going to watch some puck. Why would I sit at home and watch the NBA All-Star game when I can actually go watch some guys compete and play hard? And then the Devils stole the game as I knew they would. I literally said, oh, we're down 2-1 right where we want them. Devils come back and win 4-2. Keep McF-
4: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
6: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
1: The Fan fan is better when you're part of it.
3: Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com.
1: Oh, yeah. Another good beat. You are now in the mix with DJ Vincent Von Vincent on The Fan. (laughs) <laughs> hey, I remember when, I remember, man, I remember when we used to hit the phones and talk to the fans that call the fan. That's what I'm about to do right now. Let's get back to it. 877 337 six and two more sixes. We've got like a half an hour until my first guest joins me. So let's hit it, folks. You guys know Dominic. He's from East Rochester, New York. What's up, Dom? You're on the fan,
3: Keith. I'm not going to be interrupted by the pharmacist tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was okay. That was not a problem. It happens, you know.
3: And I, I was thinking, how about young Josh and how about mature
1: Josh? There it is, young Josh and m- mature Josh. You know, I, you know, don't want to call him old Josh. I don't even know how old Whoa. he is. No, I love that guy. Yeah, he's the best. Hey, he's so supportive. Like every day. Before I even like get to the station, he'll be tweeting me about my show, and I'm like, "Yeah, Josh, hype me up, get me amped, get me excited for the show." He should be your agent. <laughs> yeah, he'll be he'll be sure to get me top dollar. <laughs>
3: uh, of course, I got some on the Yankees, but you know the NBA. W- when these guys speak, you you know you were talking about on this Kyrie something. He you know he's he he spoke about something or. When this uh, the other guy that left the net speaks, or even when when uh, James speaks, you know they, they they think they're making a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, they, you know they actually think what they're saying is is sinking in, you know.
1: Yeah, uh, and they're not. Uh, they're they're constantly moving the goalposts. The oh. narrative is forever changing. I call it the narrative basketball association. Right. that's what drives it. All these different narratives right. and drama, sure. You know, it, and, it went from Kyrie saying, I'm from New Jersey. I rooted for the Nets. I want to be on the floor when the Nets get back to the finals. I'm all in. I live here. My family's here. This is where I want to be. To, hmm, you think I've done too many wrong things to this organization, made too many mistakes that I don't deserve an extension right now? Well, trade me. Well, what happened to all that other stuff? Disrespected. He said "Disrespected." Yeah, he felt tolerated. <laughs> yeah, we're all tolerating you, bro. You do a lot of unnecessary nonsense. Hey, you know, listen, Pete, I'm all
3: for these guys saying, you know, they should be able to play where they want, okay? But, you know, geez, not every year. I mean, you can't <laughs> right. watch <them.
1: laughs> Right. I just I was know. talking about this, Dom, right? when I Like, I came into the NBA watching Jordan. And, yeah, Jordan played for two teams. He went and played for a baseball team. But what Jordan did by staying in one jersey for that long and winning was create a fan base for the Bulls, where when we go to Barkley Center, there's Bulls fans, and they're not there for Zach Levine or DeMar DeRozan. They are Bulls fans because of Michael Jordan. If these players just figured out that, like, guys like Kobe or Dirk, like some of these guys, Larry Bird, it's like when you see these guys in one uniform, it does so much for the city, the organization, and the fan base. You're forever goaded. You're forever a legend to these people. Now, like Keith. I said, you know, Kyrie's getting booed in Utah because there's now three different fan bases that hate him Brooklyn, hey. Boston, and Cleveland.
3: Keith, in addition to making a fortune, a major fortune, Aaron Judge is gonna be very, very happy someday that he just stayed a Yankee. Believe me. Very happy. Listen, I got I'm gonna go off the ranch here for a minute. Go for it. You won't believe this, but there was a race yesterday 200 times they go around the track except they went around 210 times Daytona pardon what what race Daytona yeah Daytona was supposed to be 200 (laughs) 200 laps but then they went extra 10 laps but no even the fans didn't know how many extra laps there was going to (laughs) be and then after all that they 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 decide uh, who's going to be the winner of the race without the guy really winning the race it it, it it's unbelievable you want to talk about a sport that's in trouble you know Lagana's leading the race but they gave it to this other guy Stenhouse you know they they said well they'll let you they're going to tell you who won the race oh i'll have God. to
1: read a little more into that i knew that uh, it was going yeah. on but i didn't know it ended in a way where it wasn't just This guy crossed the finish line first, so he's the winner.
3: Very quickly, what happened was that when the crash took place, Logano was in the lead. But the guy didn't wave the yellow flag when he uh, did the flag. Stenhouse had just nosed the head of Logano. So they used the flag instead of the crash. I Mm. don't know what the hell they're doing. Anyway, listen, I got to do Yankees on all my calls. You know, this is fabulous. Uh, we got a guy, Stanton. I don't know how much he's making, a fortune, right? And and we're we're concerned about if if he has to play left field, right? He this guy's supposed to be a world class athlete. Yeah. The guy's built like an Adonis, and I'm sure you you join me in saying, geez, I don't know, he'll probably get hurt if he plays left field. I mean, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> you know?
0: uh,
1: I mean, the it's, Yankees have been worried about him and his injury history and getting injured again since he got here. You know, he was a NL MVP playing out of the Pete, outfield every day.
3: Keith, when he's hot, obviously, he is hot. But for the most part, and uh, thanks for the time,
1: Stanton's not working, Keith. <laughs> yeah, because he can't stay healthy. <laughs> they they don't want to throw him in the outfield because that increases the risk that he's on the IL. Right? We're hoping that this guy can just stay in the batter's box and hit bombs, but it also doesn't work like that. You know, when you're talking about it's not working. It worked when they let him get a little sweat going, get a little lather going. Go out there and chase a couple fly a balls. Knock into athlete. the wall. Get your get your uniform dirty and see if it carries over to your approach at the plate. And it did. He's, so he's a prof-
3: he's a professional athlete. They're not asking him to play linebacker or yeah. anything. They're just asking him he's, to get the He's thirty three
1: though, so in baseball years he's he's sixty three. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thanks for the time, buddy. Good show.
1: Appreciate you, Dom. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about John Carlo too, as I've mm, you know, meditated on the New York Yankees and ah gotta control my breathing. Cashman doesn't matter. It's not about Cashman. Who is going to replace Aaron Judge's production this year? Ah, it's gotta be John Carlos Dan. I don't expect Judge to hit 62 bombs, so today I came to the conclusion that hey. We need Stanton to stay healthy, and he's got to hit 40 bombs this year. You
2: saw the story; I'm assuming in the post about the plan to get everyone more at bats is to put Judge in left field, the all like the majority yeah, of the season, I, and then I have- did,
1: Paulie, But then I saw people on Yankees Twitter talking about it and the overreaction. Falls under a category of me protecting my peace and not diving too deep into. Gotcha. So Yankee's you're not Twitter reading on February 20th. So you don't think <laughs> it's that
2: big of a deal if Judge plays left field. He's never played a game. I don't think in left field, right.
1: Before. I think three weeks ago, when or two, three weeks ago, when Brian Hoke talked to Judge, and I think he said it either on Talking Yanks or somewhere else. Um, it was around the time of the Baseball Writers of America dinner. He said he talked to Judge, and Judge said he wasn't done playing center field. So if Judge is still aspiring to play center field, and according to Brian Hoke, i got to hit up Hoke. I'm going to put that in my notes right now. We need guests this week. I'm going to hit up Hoke and see if Hoke will join us from spring training. He's the best. Um, but Brian Hoke basically said that you know Judge was alluding to the fact that, hey, Harrison Bader's not going to play 162 games in center. Why can't I play center? Was I not good enough at center? Judge still wants to be able to move around the outfield. So, hey, this is what happens when you don't sign a free agent left fielder. This is more so what happens when you trade for a free agent left fielder. Back-to-back years, you've traded for a left fielder, excuse me, and um, you, you get Joey Gallo, and then you get Ben and left field has been a bottomless pit. We can go through 10 different names of guys that we've seen play left field for the New York Yankees just last year, year before. So now the Yankees are like, hey, all hands on deck. John Carlos Stanton, you too, Judge. Maybe, you know, I don't know. I'm just trying not to. I'm trying to. Woosa. So you're not concerned Uh, about. No, not today. Okay, not today. No. Maybe later, but. Why would I be concerned about Judge potentially playing left field? I'll be concerned about it when he does play left field. Is Stanton going to go to right and then Bader in center field? I think that's the implication. That's How it the works? I think. Let it play out. That might They might crack some type of code with that. Who knows?
2: Yeah, I think they'll probably attempt to, I, and I would assume this.
1: It won't be would, all the time. It'll be, be attempt
2: to play Giancarlo way more because it seems that the more you play him, the better he is at the plate, which yeah. is all you care about. So instead of having him on the exercise bike the entire game, if he's a DH, have him move the muscles around the left field, and, you know, so but, he's not limber.
1: It depends. Left field and minute Maid part. Sure thing. Left field in Fenway Park? Sure thing. That's not left field in Yankee Stadium. Right. So let it play out. Like, if they want to choose some road games, right, uh, I got to think of the rest of the ballparks in baseball because now I'm about to, like, now I'm gonna, during the break. I'm going to get in the weeds like I usually do. I'm going to go look at the Yankees' road schedule, think about all the ballparks they're playing in and who's got a short left field that we could throw. To you just in. said this.
2: wusa you worrying about this but now. Exactly February. What I'm, ex-
1: yeah, so I'm not gonna do that. Exactly what I'm talking about. I had a, a period of time today where I was seeing people freak out. And I feel like people have been freaking out about spring training since Nestor tweaked his hamstring. And I came on air and I told y'all he's fine. Nestor didn't tweak his hamstring. That's like that's that was to get out of the world baseball classic. Oh, Judge was taking grounders at first base. Everybody relax. Do you guys not remember? I guess that's why I keep saying I'm getting old, man. I remember when I was young, we didn't get all of this. We didn't get all of these tweets and videos from reporters getting round-the-clock updates of these guys stretching in Tampa. We had to wait, right? We'll get the first Yankees game from spring training this weekend. But we didn't have all of this constant, oh, my God, oh, my God, Oh, my God, Josh Donaldson sucks. Did you see him miss that pitch? Yeah, these guys miss pitches all the time. I had to literally clear my head today and say, all right, this is a new season, bro. And every new season is a new opportunity to potentially be the World Series champions. And as much as the Yankees grind my gears, I'm a fan. And as much as I wouldn't have done a lot of the things they've done over the past year and couple years with this group, I'm all in on them potentially winning the 2023 World Series. So uh, control your breathing, folks. I don't know if y'all meditate or not. Even if you have five minutes to just, like, turn your phone off, close your eyes, and think some positive, peaceful thoughts. And then when you open your eyes again, you realize, like, all that other stuff doesn't matter. It's all good. I'm excited for the season to start. We don't know what's going to happen. Let's take one more call before we have to break it down again. John is in Freehold, New Jersey. John, you're on the fence. Hey, Keith. How you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, No problem, man.
6: I want to talk some Jets football with you, if I may. Yes, sir. Um, I love the passion that the Jets fans have had and the excitement in making this team better, uh, but I just have to disagree with a lot of people that have been saying they're just a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl. I don't know how you feel about that, but I see a lot of holes that need to be fortified on this team in addition to the quarterback position. Yeah, the quarterback position is their biggest area of weakness and biggest need. But they also have some other weaknesses that are very glaring as far as I'm concerned. Uh, that would be the offensive line, for one. They need to upgrade at the center position.
1: Correct. Uh, we don't know
6: what Mekhi Becton's going to be at the left tackle for the blind spot, whoever the quarterback's going to be coming off the edge. Mm-hmm. We've got to protect that and solidify that position. We could use another tackle and really beef up that offensive line and give max protection and uh, open up holes for our running game at the same time and keeping our quarterback healthy and upright. But also, you look at the defensive line of the, uh, defensive side of the f- football. I saw that, you know, everybody said this Jet team is a top-notch Super Bowl-caliber defense. I saw a lot of points in the season last year, Keith, especially towards the end of the year. It seemed like that defensive line wore itself down. And they were giving up explosive plays and big chunks of yardage on the ground. And uh, really getting exposed, and they were missing yeah. a lot of tackles. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, teams and had I, the I recipe to... for them at the end of the year, and they weren't scoring any touchdowns. So all you had to do no. was find the end zone once or twice, and you're in good shape. I'm with you. Keep going. Yeah, they,
6: were, yeah, they weren't turning the, the uh, football over on the defensive side of the football, creating opportunities for their offense. And they, they still don't have that natural guy coming off the edge that demands a double team and that, uh, you know, coordinators have sleepless nights about as far as, you know, getting things done on his own without – having to do stunts and, and, and blitz a lot. Um, their interior line could use help on a defensive line as well. They could use a safety. Uh, Corey Davis just couldn't stay healthy on the field and really wasn't productive at all. I think they need to move on from him and get somebody that's going to be a lot more explosive and productive yeah. and stay healthy. And We don't know what brief is going to be coming off a major injury. So, With all that being said, uh, I'd rather hold on to our assets and continue to build through the draft and bring Derek Carr in here and see what he could do, because I'm sorry. I, uh, Aaron Rodgers, to me, I don't know where he is mentally. He, he's older. He, he had he had the uh, thumb injury a year ago. I don't know how much passion he's got left for the game, how much he really wants to embrace the challenge of coming to New York and taking the Jets to that next level, and what his legacy truly means to him as far as coming here. I don't know if he really wraps his head around what it would mean to win a Super Bowl here in New York, being that it's been so long that the Jets haven't, accomplish that goal and what that would mean to his legacy and his uh, stance as as an NFL player and a Hall of Famer, I don't know how much that means to him. I don't know how much that moves moves him. He's got a ton of money. He's got other things off the field that he's interested in. Now he's in four days of darkness. You know, it, that, that just worries me. I, I just don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze bringing him in here. So I'm going to go Derek Carr, and I'm going to continue to solidify this team through the draft and through free agency, and in Joe I trust as far as making shrewd trades to improve this team, and I'd rather do it in all facets that way and really fortify this team in all areas and make it even more solid and more well-rounded and more ready to win the big game than than currently constituted. What do you think about that, Keith?
1: I'm I'm right there with you. You sound like a diehard Jets fan that's paying a lot of attention to the team during the season and this offseason on what – they're going to do next, right? You're, you're talking about improving through the draft. Well, Aaron Rodgers is going to cost you some draft picks. Like you Absolutely. signed, you signed Eric Carr. You keep those draft picks. You can hit in the draft as we've seen them do in this last couple of years and improve the team. Um, they got to make decisions like Quinn and Williams going to need to get paid. Are they going to bring yep. back Carl Lawson? There's some other guys that they got to look at and, uh, you know, make decisions on whether these guys stay, whether these guys go. You mentioned Corey Davis. There are other receivers out there. I think the Corey Davis experiment should be over. Um, you, there's also yeah. two guys on this team that requested trades last year and Denzel Mims and Elijah Moore. Those guys, right. I think, can be good receivers, but if they want out, maybe they send them back and maybe they send them on their way. Uh, I, well, Braxton Barrios
6: is another guy too, Brax, Chief. This is the guy say. that's got a reality TV girlfriend, and he seems to have his mind elsewhere.
1: And I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't he, mind moving on from him as well. He's a, he's a Zach Wilson guy. He's good as gone, in my opinion. I, I forget, I did have in my notes last week that uh, he's going to most likely be a cut because of his cap hit, the money that yep. he's going to command. Yep. And you can yep. find he somebody that else. Negative. Yeah, you can find somebody else to return kicks and punts. You can draft someone. And uh, going back to what yes. the first thing you said was right. I, I just, I think it's hilarious that there are Jets fans that think. You can go from a 12-year playoff drought to just jumping into the Super Bowl next season. You're in the AFC. And Aaron Rodgers, yes, as great as he is, when he was on Pat McAfee the first time talking about his future, he didn't mention Mm -hmm. Super Bowl. He said, I think I could still win another MVP. So what does he want to win? The Super Bowl or win MVPs? You're going to bring in a guy that wants to rack up his stats and uh, you know, put another MVP on his mantle more than a Super Bowl. He seems content with his one Super Bowl. I don't think he's thinking about his legacy and coming to the the big city and winning for the Jets. I think he's thinking about all right. If I'm coming back in, you know, where can I run it up? Well, I ran it up with Devonte Adams. Maybe I can do it in, in Vegas. Uh, I don't think he's going to want to try and do it in Green Bay. I think they're done, and I don't think he's going to really look at the Jets as a, a opportunity for him to come in here, right? If the I think the yep. the Raiders are going to franchise tag Josh Jacobs, they'd be smart to do so. So he'd be going there to join Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. If it's really between Vegas and the Jets, it's, it's Vegas. The the Jets right now need to treat Derek Carr like he is the one, like he's the apple of their eye uh, until mm-hmm. we find out exactly what Aaron Rodgers wants to do or whatever. But even so, I think Derek Carr is a safer option. You just pay for him. You don't give up draft picks. And with those draft picks, you can either trade the picks To get better players or pick better players as we've seen them um, hit in the draft the last couple years. Thanks for the call, John. We got a break here. Keith McPherson on the fan. 877 337
3: 6666. And it takes the knee of the
1: New York Giants. The Super Bowl 42 champion. When
3: this happened, you talked about it on The Fan.
1: They knock off the mighty Patriots 17-14. to 14.
3: When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app.
1: Mic check, 1-2-1-2. One, two, one, two. New York City. You're now rocking with KM to AM. I got you till it's morning time. We're going to talk about sports. Spoiler alert. Let's get it. Let's get back into it. So John must have sparked something with the Jets fans. If you're a Jets fan on hold right now, I will probably not get to you in the next five minutes before we have to break. But if you can hold until 915, 920, you got it. So if you want to hold your position, stay there. Um, If you're a Jets fan thinking about calling, you might as well wait until we have our guest on from 9 to 9.15. Right now I'm going to take the calls that I have that aren't pertaining to the Jets. But, yeah, John and Freehold was speaking on them Jets. And now these Jets fans are like, wait a minute. I've got something to say. (laughs) Young Jared in Ocean County on the fan. You got it, young man. Yeah, what's up? I got a quick,
3: quick two questions or three questions. Go quick, go quick, go quick. You said quick. Okay. <laughs> so what do you yeah, what do you think the Yankees lineup coming into the season is going to look like?
1: Ah uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, just don't want Judge leading off. Um I'm hoping that DJ LeMayu returns to what he's saying that he could. So maybe it's DJ Judge, Rizzo, Stanton. I don't know. I I can't really go through the whole lineup right now off the top of my head cuz I like once we get to like Josh Donaldson, IKF and Hicks I'm trying to be positive, young Jared. I don't want to like talk down on them, so I don't want to include them in the lineup or not take them out of the lineup. It could be Oswald Peraza, could be somebody else in left field. Could be Stanton in left field. Like somebody else could be a DH. I don't know. Um, but as you get later, uh, lower into the into the lineup, obviously, Glaber Torres. I always just say Glaber Torres is a sneaky bat to have lower in the lineup. If you have Glaber lower than six and he's actually good, that's a great. Uh bad to have, he can hit for power, uh, and he can run a little bit when he gets on base. Harrison Bader, I'm looking forward to seeing him for a full season. Fingers crossed already for his health so that he stays healthy and he's there. Uh, but, yeah, I think I gave you the, the first four batters and uh, a couple guys at the end of the order. And in the middle somewhere in there, we'll figure out Hicks and Donaldson and IKF and uh, obviously Jose Trevino, uh, Trevino. I always get tripped up with Lou Trevino, Jose Trevino, Lou Trevino, Ho Trevino. Like, I, it's Lou Trevino, Jose Trevino. He'll be bad in ninth. And uh, I think he's going to have a better year at the plate. He didn't have a terrible year, but I think he's going to have a better year at the plate. What else you got? Yeah,
3: who are you looking for at shortstop?
1: Oswald Peraza. Let the kids play. You didn't want to trade the kid. Do we really have to sit through another year of IKF? Come on now. you Can you trade IKF during spring training? Like, I'd rather, I'd rather go into this season with Oswald Peraza and the energy that he's going to bring. If he can mess up, I can handle it. Or if he messes up, I can handle it. If I-K-S, if IKF keeps you know, uh, making errors and just not being able to just, I don't know, make the routine plays, like I can't stomach that. So I'd rather see Peraza. I just don't think Volpe is going to be there. But maybe later in the year, I think they're going to start Volpe at AAA. And if he's destroying it there for a month, two months, three months, they're going to have no choice.
3: Yeah. Um, now basketball. How do you? What? How would it look like if we end up with a Knicks Nets playoff matchup?
1: Um, I think we can get them in the middle seeds to match up. Four and five, maybe. Yeah, or a play in. They may drop, but you know that's to be seen. With you know the Nets have a, a a little tough go right out of this you know the shoot second half. I think they could drop uh, into the six, seven, eight range. Uh, But I'm, yeah, I'm hoping, like you said, five, six.
3: Yeah, that would be cool. Um, How about a little bit? How big is it that Jalen Brunson, he's averaging 10 more points than he, than his career. How big is it for the Knicks?
1: It's huge. He's the missing piece. They've been looking for a point guard for a long time. And he's not just a point guard as far as, you know, running the offense and getting guys involved. He's a scorer. He can drop 40 at will, it seems. And, he seems to be able to read defenses and have a game plan for, okay, this is a team that I need to attack, or this is a team I need to get my teammates involved. Like, he is the missing piece. And when I say missing piece, like, you have this piece, now you build around Jalen Brunson. He's here for the next three seasons after this one and could, you know, be here beyond. But now that you got him, and especially because I think they got him at a steal of a price, you know, he's the centerpiece. You got to build around him, and you've got picks, and and you've got ways to do that. Okay, Have have a great night good. Thanks for the call young Jared. Let's get one more caller in. It's Vinny in Old Bridge, New Jersey.
3: Keith, how you doing Keith
1: tonight? I'm good man. Thanks for joining the show.
3: First time caller. I absolutely love your show. I think you are the best show on the station by far. It's not even close.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. No
3: problem. First off on the Yankees Keith. What uh, I was just listening to the previous call and I totally agree. We cannot have IKF. Starting at shortstop again, uh, although I do think he's going to be the opening day starter.
1: I do too. I would
3: like, I would like Peraza. <laughs> like yeah, I would like Peraza, uh, and I would even uh, venture out there, and and I would love to. Even, well, not venture, but I would love to see Volpe. Me too. You're a Jersey guy. I'm
1: <laughs> a Jersey guy. He's a New Jersey yep. legend. We're all waiting for that uh, day that we can all root for the kid that grew up in the Garden State in pinstripes. But it's 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 not yet. It's gonna come. I'm glad that he's I know. in camp, and I I'm know. glad that they're getting a chance to see him. Right now, he's gonna compete, and that's good. Competition is great. Iron, iron sharpens iron. But it's Peraza Absolutely. versus IKF, and I think that like we started to, to feel that at the end of last year, and uh, I just hope that they don't err on the side of okay, IKF's more experienced. Okay, he he was our starter last year. Like, let Peraza learn on the fly. I just, I just don't understand the IKF. Like, like, he was the apple of their eye. We passed on all these other good shortstops for this stopgap guy for a year and maybe some change here. Like, move on. You you didn't trade these kids for a reason. Let them learn. Let them play yep. at, at the major league and, level. And, and they
3: didn't go out and sign any of those big frees and shortstops for that for Yeah, that for two but years we watched play.
1: the top shortstops in the league switch teams, go elsewhere and sign and, and – and they went and got IKF. <laughs> he got traded twice last year and they were like, That's our guy. And then you and abandon him seen, in the and, in the playoffs. You can't depend and on we've him. Seen it, yep, and we've seen enough of
3: IKF to know that he's definitely not the answer a shortstop,
1: for sure. He's not. And, and like what's the upside? If he can't consistently there make routine none. plays, it's not like he's gonna hit forty bombs. He's not gonna hit yep. ten. Mm-hmm.
3: Who do you think Keith is going to be now that Montez is probably out for the season? Who would you like to see as the fifth starter? But Domingo, Herman.
1: but if Clark, you know, as I'm talking about letting these young kids play, if Clark looks better than him, then let Clark go. And Domingo can be the sixth guy, the first guy up when somebody gets hurt. You know, somebody in the rotation is going to go down uh, in the first month or two. Hopefully not, fingers crossed. Hopefully not. I'd rather it be Domingo Herman because before he got into his trouble, he was the ace of the staff in 2019. He won, I think, 19-20 games that year, and uh, we saw him come in. He was hurt last year, and we saw him come in in the middle of the season, and he looked all right at times, but I think if he's he's got a good, you know, if he knows he's a fifth starter and he goes into the season and and he's got a good start to the season, it could carry him through the whole rest of the season. I'd go with Domingo as the fifth starter. Thanks for the call, Vinny. We got a breakdown right here. Coming up next, Eddie Gonzalez, a.k.a. Boogie Buzzins. That's from uh, (laughs) his old, old Twitter, at Bangsky. He's part of the Boardroom uh, 35 Ventures, but you most likely know him from the Etcetera's podcast with Kevin Durant and Run It Back on FanDuel TV with Shams and uh, Michelle Beadle and... Uh, Chandler and whoever else. I forget who's on there. We got to take this break, though. I'm up against it. Keep McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back.
2: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone
1: 15s? It's over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.